Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Joy! I'm not going to worry about your level of concern. Joy and double joy! We talking about Twitter. Triple joy! Think of how stupid the average person is, and then realize half of them are stupider than that. Quadruple joy! Who's, who's coaching this ball club? Mike T. Mike Tomlin's got to be in Coach of the Year conversation. Got to be. Got to be. And it's only it's only June. And I think he's got to be in uh, Coach of the Year conversation. Cool. Uh, you, know, I, you know, a lot of people say all opinions are, there's a place for all opinions or all opinions mm. are welcome. I've heard that on some of mm. other of these uh, Steelers podcasts, mm. but... Uh, this is what Jin's talking about, mm-hmm. where not all opinions are equal. Uh, <laughs> you know, an opinion can be like Jerome Bettis is my favorite Stealer. That's okay, that's, that, an opinion, that's an opinion. You know, yeah, it's like well, a like yeah. Mike Tomlin should be fired. That's not an opinion. That is a weapon. Okay. Oh, or or, or just something incorrect, a fallacy, or yeah. just something incorrect. That's yeah, I okay. guess that's a lighter way. Well, I mean, a weapon. I mean, a weapon just feels weird. I mean, you're only hurting yourself by being that dumb. I mean, who are you hurting with this weapon? Like, Good point. Welcome to what Jin's <laughs> talking about. I am Kyle Christ. Here with me is Greg Benevin. Hello. Exposing all of the hot takes and toxic tweets from this week in Steeler Nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and things I was going to go on this whole diatribe about, okay. you know, patience and oh, not, boy. you know, just because someone isn't there, don't judge. <laughs> and then uh, the breaking news hits. Ugh. Let's get to the tweets. <laughs> Let's start with a uh, local quote insider mm-hmm. at Jerry Dulac. The Steelers were never certain Stefan Tuitt would return in 2022, and yet they still didn't address their aging defensive line at the top of the draft. It's already come back to bite them. Mm-hmm. Not even, I, I, you know, the ink wasn't even dry on the uh, on the tweet that Burt sent out from Steelers PR, <laughs> and the takes were coming in that Steelers are totally, uh, you know, not in, in handle of this situation. How did we get caught blindsided on this? Well, I think uh, I do think they thought he'd be back. 
I, I do believe they thought to it would return. I, I do think they were surprised. It, um, you know, there's there is a, a school of thought. I mean, I was initially quite surprised. There is a school of thought that even if they had known he wasn't going to come back, it's it's easy for them to say, and they very well might be val- validated in this that they would have taken Pickett anyway, the best player on their board, the best quarterback on their board. It's entirely possible they still would have taken Pickens anyway. Just thinking, hi, hey, this first round wide receiver talent draw to the second round for whatever reason but uh but yeah it's it's you know and it's hard to panic about a football team on june 1st but you know after having seen a lot of that run defense last year i uh i'm more i'm more willing to give a bit of leeway to doomerism in the first (laughs) week of june than perhaps i would be otherwise in the wake of this but there's also a million ways to fix this or at least put a patch on it between now and uh, uh august whenever they play the Seahawks, much less uh, 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 the opener in Cincinnati. I hated it. Well, uh, you know, so you you don't you, you think that there was no? You think it was a total surprise? Because I'm thinking this was maybe not uh, maybe not Plan A, but I don't think this caught anyone off guard. A June first uh, announcement with instant tweets from mm-hmm. Stephon Tuit and P- Steelers PR at the same time. Certainly. That doesn't. I mean, that doesn't mean that they, uh, 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 you know, that they had that they found out when we did. Like, to it texted them, you know, Wednesday morning or something like that. But uh, I do think they would have gone. That uh, perhaps they would have put a little more attention into the defensive line if they'd known this even uh, sooner. I do find it hard to believe that this was always Plan B. Okay. At, uh, oh, mm-hmm. okay. Well, you know, how about uh, fellow insider? Mm-hmm. At Mark Cabali, there's no way the Steelers were anticipating to it retiring, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. If so, they would have added a veteran guy. Here's hoping someone comes free or a 30-plus-year-old that hasn't signed yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I, it, I was looking at that room as pretty crowded to begin with. Do you think that there needs to be an addition now into the, into the room? I mean, if they want the defensive line to be better than it was last year. Because it's just basically the same line with Tyson Alou with whatever he has left. I mean, Lauderville will be better, hopefully, and the other guy will be better that they added throughout the season. He'll have a whole year, but other than that, it's the same guys that gave up like 700 yards to that running back from the Vikings on Thursday night. <laughs> so okay, yeah, point, point, point taken. Uh, so. You know, well, and, and some people were thinking, well, Tyson's back. That's going to be, you know, and that'll help. That'll help a hundred percent. Well, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, stir the pot, but I'm kind of wondering if that might be a camp battle with Adams. We haven't seen Adams. That's the seen, name I was looking for. Yeah, Adams. Yeah. we haven't seen uh, Tyson on the field, and uh, you know, in what a, a year so, since the Raiders game. Yeah, since you know, and Adams, you know, uh, seemed to, you know, he he stood up his own or whatever. He well, I don't know got what I'm better, to say. but yeah, he certainly got better. It's just um. You know, and that doesn't mean that the defensive line can't be better. But I mean, again, it was it was really bad at stopping the run. Like, so you're 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 kind of uh, along the same lines here as mm-hmm. at Steelers underscore DB Derek. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Without to it, it's hard to see the run defense returning to form. It shouldn't be historically bad like last year. Yeah, but hard to see it being very good as the roster stands right now. Relying a lot on Louder Milk and Leal. Uh, yeah, late, late. I don't know. People think, oh, it's Leal season time. No. I don't, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I mean, it's, it's, I, I imagine they play a lot of Wormley over Leal, but it's, again, they're not playing anyone on June 2nd. So, like, it's, it's, they have time to fix this. But yeah, I actually agree with that take, which I'm sure I'll feel bad about in like a few weeks <laughs> when this person says something almost monumentally ridiculous. But yeah, I mean, as it is right now, it's, look, people, it, these aren't video game characters. They can get better. People can improve. Things change. Folks improve. We're, we're living testament to that. But, I mean, uh, if you look at it on paper and you look at it in names, they're the same names that watched, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, again. Who was his name? Delvin Cook. I think he's still running somewhere in Minneapolis. Delvin Cook and Austin Eckler. I think Austin they're both, Eckler, they're both yeah. still, uh, you yeah, know. There's, yeah, they're still, yeah, it's like they're like Forrest Gump now. Super, I was thinking Superman 2 where they're Oh, yeah, they're what he's running. Around the, yeah. <laughs> About like, the Earth going is... Back, 
actually going back in time. It's uh, yeah, it's it's uh, yes, but it's but I mean they can get better and they can figure things out. And certainly Jack's gonna help. everyone else is gonna help. But yeah, it, uh, it, it's something. I'd be very very surprised if they don't bring in some kind of veteran, a name that you know if you're listening to this podcast you have probably heard of with some other team by like August though they might not come up with this name for a while. So you know uh, the name a, that you threw out there off mic was uh, yeah. you know Mr. Personality himself. Right, exactly. <laughs> a lovely human being. Well, I heard that from other people who were also just pitballing. And but, we're talking uh, about, um, you know, well, former, wait, who did he play for last year? He was at the Rams, wasn't he? He was Super Bowl champs, wasn't he? Udama Sue. Yeah. yeah. I've never known how to say that name in like a decade. It, um, All right. So you you think he's a class act that could fit in? Oh, I think he's just a champion human being. I hope, <laughs> that, I hope they put him in front of, in charge of the charities. I believe, what I do believe is he is somebody without a job. That's what I believe. It, uh, that is the extent of as far as I'm willing to go here on June 2nd. We got two Davis brothers, right? To know. That's true. If Maybe if the one plays on top of the other's shoulders, they can be Stefan to it. Like it's the football equivalent of a bunch of kids in a trench coat. I, what bums me out is I, has, I had planned for to its big return oh, with a uh, with the Eminem parody, you know, without you. You remember, uh, oh. guess, guess who's back? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had, it, I had it all planned out and it didn't, uh, it didn't work out. In my workout iPod mix, yeah, yeah maybe it's a catchy song. Yeah, well, maybe at the maybe first time at the end of the podcast, I'll spit the lyrics to that. <laughs> we'll see if uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. One uh, one last thing here Please. onto it. Uh, this is from mm-hmm. at Vinny Vitti Vici ninety eight Vince Williams. Mm-hmm. Some of this stuff I'm seeing about to it is sick. You all really love football that much, like really. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, look, mm-hmm. I, there was a lot of these this kind of sentiment about like. Oh, how dare these people talk bad about to it? Now I didn't see that on my I timeline. Know, I, didn't I didn't see anyone being like, you know, t- I saw one person on Facebook, uh, which is even worse than Twitter as far mm. as dialogue. So, yes, and I saw something like, oh, he robbed us of eight million last year or something. You know, that was the take. And I'm like, if that's the meanest thing being said out there about to it, it's not that mean. But I saw a lot of people like. Uh, you know, the yin's hers were tweeting like, oh, you, you know, humanity's despicable about something. And I, I didn't see those takes. This is like a whole angle of the conversation, like the people shaming the tweets that aren't even there. It's mm-hmm. like the, 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 the phantom shaming. Preemptive shaming. Preemptive like shaming. strike shaming. I, I, I agree with you with that. I also didn't see it. The only thing that, that and we should always be involved in preemptive shaming. Yes, That's something yes. our podcast should get more involved in. But I do want to say the only caveat I will say to that is I remember many years ago, long before we started this podcast, I remember reading a tweet from Mark Caballi and he said something, I forget, it was after a bad Steelers loss. They, I forget who it was, but they lost to somebody they shouldn't have said. And he tweeted out something like, Look, I get when the Steelers lose a game like this, I get abuse that you wouldn't believe on here. I cannot imagine what it's like for the players. He gets abuse. He gets abuse when the Steelers like, you know, but, but remember how there's always that goofy narrative. And it was particularly strong for a while that Tomlin would lose to teams he shouldn't have. I feel yeah. it's like one of those games. And it's and it and I forget how Twitter works, but like I've never really gone and explored like quote tweets or other. <laughs> co- you know what I mean? Like that the, the, there are caverns and abyssals. Better left unchecked and I feel like that's where some of those things might occur but I also I'm sure you know you there's a bunch of you can't see everyone's mentions or something like that so like while it does seem preemptive and phantom I, I remembered that Carvalho tweet and I wonder if they're you know just 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 real monsters in those depths we love Steeler Nation. <laughs> love Steeler Nation. Uh, well, you know, it's uh, like all things in life. There's yin and there's yang. One mm-hmm. one uh, Steelers icon walks out the door. <laughs> Another walks back in the door. That's right. Welcome back. Welcome back. A, a, a legend. A legend. See the names will all change in those other towns. But the main Steelers way is to stay around. Don't need to go around and shop because we know just what we got. Welcome back. This is a product of your journey. I'm thinking I'm back. And your journey's not over yet. The show goes on. This is my home. That's right. The show goes on. Cianara, Stefan Tuart, welcome back. Tuzar Skipper! Here's the tweet from at Tuzar Skipper. 412, I'm back. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 exclamation points. 
the legend, the all-time 2019 preseason sack leader, Tuzar Skipper. I mean, I, 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 folks, I mean, obviously we don't have to sell this podcast to those of you listening, but you will not find another podcast that devotes an entire song to Tuzar Skipper. <laughs> this is the only one. Hopefully it's the only one. I, I No, but that was lovely. I mean, I, I, I've been sitting here thinking, geez, I'm sure TJ Watt's going to play roughly as much uh, of the preseason as he did last year. I, I can't imagine Heithsmith's going to play a lot. So Tuzar, despite there being only three games, could maybe make a run at that preseason sacks, that same number he did a few years back. <laughs> Not to give a hot take of the future here. But well, we'll be okay. counting. You know, we'll be counting them. <laughs> yes. But all right. So, but look, let's look at that outside linebacker room. Okay. So there's TJ, Alex Highsmith, Jannard Avery. Right. Who's going to play a lot in the preseason, I'm sure. But could there be a camp battle between uh, Tuska and Tuzar? Oh, yeah. Good point. At, um, especially because Tuska, at this point, Tuska is the more experienced one, right? I mean, he was on the team for the entire year. Didn't he have that sack against the Titans? Like, he had a big play in one of the games that they won. Yeah. He registered a, at least a tackle. In one no, of those. but he definitely got like a sack because <laughs> okay, I remember okay. we were like, because believe me, I'm, no, I made up a, tu- uh, <laughs> a Tuska, Tuska sack. Yeah, yeah. Because that's, because right, because we were trying to figure out exactly what alliterative way to say that, as you just did here. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's, I, I think that, honestly, I think Tuzar, despite, you know, that sterling preseason uh, resume is going to be in a fight with Tuska, but uh, I imagine Tuska can beat Tuzar. Boy, that's going to be tough to say, but yeah. Tuska, Tuzar. Uh, it's like quiver and quake when it's now Tuzar and Tuska. And, it's, and, and again, it's obviously, you know, it's it's one thing in a time, but in a time of transition, not to keep saying words with T's, but like in prior years, that would have been like one of the big preseason stories. You know, if you're with like Ben and all like these established <laughs> players, but like, oh, Oh, man, who's going to be the fourth outside linebacker? Now, thank God, it'll be like the dozenth biggest story. Yeah, he's not even above the fold, Tuzar. Sorry. Right, right, right. Um, <laughs> let's move on. You know, this was going to be the lead story all week, and mm-hmm. then uh, it kind of, you know, kind of fizzled out to nothing. But yeah. I kept the receipts. Let's yeah, talk about mm-hmm. DJ mm-hmm. at Blitzburg. This is it Blitzburg? According to Mark Cabali, Deontay Johnson is unhappy with his current contract situation, trying to send a message through his lack of attendance at OTAs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cabali says Johnson has very little leverage. So, you know, w- was his message delivered? Did you get the message from Deontay Johnson? I mean, I I, I got the message. The message is, uh, 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 you know, the oh, it, it, these things are optional. That was the message <laughs> I'd had, and Deontay drove that home for me. But, I mean, again, it's... You know, uh, 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 the man can't do much more than he has to show that he's willing to be good faith here. You deal in good faith. This is not, I mean, I mean, I don't know, wide receiver, divas and all that. I'm not sure this is that guy because this is a pretty profound message. I mean, it'd be real easy to not go to these optional things and be like, ah, you know, I'm sending the message. But no, he showed up. He seems to be doing what he is. And I think that's the, the idea of the hold in, as they call it, is so much better than the hold out. And I think that keeps from a little bit from melting people's brains yeah. so i imagine that uh, uh, uh deontay is sending a message without uh, uh sending a message yeah the message was calm down Steeler nation <laughs> yes <laughs> the message was well let's go straight to the source the insider himself okay at mark Cabali. i've said it before and i'll say it again Steelers need to find a way to sign deontay johnson what well, sounds to me like uh Mark Cabali's source about DJ's unhappiness might be DJ himself. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. Obviously, she was like, Mark thinks well of the man, and perhaps they have a relationship. At- well, Mark seems to have an ally in at Vinny Vidivici 98. Mm-hmm. Vince Williams, Deont- Deont- Deontay should definitely get paid. Minka should get paid first, though. I mean, is is there, there's no doubt Minka is going to get paid, I assume. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Deontay definitely get paid is it that simple uh, i i i don't know i mean it's if you t- if you asked me two months ago i'd said sure but then the wide receiver market became like what stadiums used to cost yeah. and i think that that's sort of that's kind of changed the thing a bit i mean i do think deontay johnson can be a really great receiver it's just you know uh uh, uh it, it, it is it worth it to give him all that money or is it worth it to just keep drafting second or third round receivers year after year and i, I and i'm not qualified to make that decision or you have a window right now with with the with salaries that they are you know losing ben's big contract there's a window right now maybe to sign one guy you know mm-hmm. for uh, three years until we got to give tj another contract so you right. you know is it going to be dj or is it going to be 
Claypool. You know, there's might I th- be. One... I would have DJ over Claypool right now, but it, but I don't know. I mean, but it's all. But yeah, I there mean, might it's... be the window might be now if there if yeah. there's going to be a window for one of those contracts. Might mm-hmm, be. I don't mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, how this all ended. Here's at B Pryor, Brook Pryor. No, your eyes aren't deceiving you. That is indeed number 18 going through the drills. Uh, yeah, he missed three days of optional practices. And honestly, aren't these practices, you want the younger and rookies to get more attention because yes. they're the newest people on the block? Right? I mean, that, I mean, I'll, but I mean, I, I, I agree with that 100%. I mean, the only thing I can figure, and it's, it's, it feels very silly to say this in 2022, but like, oh, the young guys can see how Deontay Johnson works out. It's like, yes, because these guys have no idea how to work out. They should see that somewhere yeah, else. But that probably doesn't hurt. They've I mean, never had to catch tennis balls. Right, uh, exactly. From a like, pitching uh, machine. And we yeah. run in shorts. At, um, <laughs> but yeah, but I, just the one last thing about the contract. I don't know. I mean, I think you can do different things than you could before. I mean, just what's that, what's that whole goofy phrase that you avoidable years? Yeah, which, which yeah. sounds like a good portion of my twenties. I don't know what the voidable <laughs> years. It, yeah, it. never say never, but never. No, no more voidable <laughs> years. Voidable not at least not for not in the wideout room. Um, <laughs> let's move on. We got to talk QBs. Is the mystery should is the mystery here? I don't know. I don't know. We're gonna play. Um, QB twenty two. Where are you? Where are you? I don't know. It's it's <laughs> is it a mystery? I don't know. Let's, I don't think it's I don't think it's a June mystery. I think August is a different mystery. But ju- the June mystery feels about solved. Yeah, the uh, June mystery feels solved. In fact, here let's uh you know let's go straight to mm-hmm. at ninety three seven the so called fan mm-hmm. quote from Kenny Pickett. You guys make a bigger deal out of the competition than the players do because we're competing every single day regardless. I'm just excited to be part of the team and compete. Sounds like a guy who is not trying to be QB1, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, it's it, it, this is one of those things that makes sense when a person says it, but not when you read it or see it printed. You guys make a bigger deal out of the competition and the players do because we are competing every single day. We are competing for a competition that doesn't matter regardless. I mean, it, it, it's, you know, but it, his point is well taken. He's absolutely right. Uh, uh, I'm sure they told him that you're not going to be any higher than third before, you know, we get to the preseason so yeah so just do your best and take it in and i again i i don't think they i mean i think they'd be they'd be happy if he did something to like you know stand out and win the job or whatever i don't think they're like counting on that or necessarily needing that i, I don't know you know i i think they're quite content to roll with mitch for a while and and and, and mitch is you know mitch is no drama because everyone knows nobody loves football as much as i do that's, that's right mitch uh let's go to Let's go to at Scott Duda's 24, Jose Ramirez, MVP. They really showed Kenny Pickett fumbling a snap on SportsCenter, thinking he's going to win the job. Uh, the media propaganda is in. The only highlight they had of Pickett on SportsCenter was him uh, bobbling the snap. Oh, okay. Uh, 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 I mean, it's it's. I can't imagine watching SportsCenter at this point. I <laughs> you, think... don't, you don't wake up at 6 a.m. for SportsCenter every I, day? I don't <laughs> even try to use the treadmill that has SportsCenter on the TV above it. Like it, it, it. I think once I turned on, I turned on SportsCenter and they were like interviewing Liam Neeson before a movie he was doing, and <laughs> The man knows nothing about sports, God bless him. One of our great actors, but I don't think he's watched a game in his life. So half of Sports Center now is just gambling. <laughs> so oh, okay. Oh, okay. I figured dress would be WWE. But um, but yeah. I would watch more sports right, center. Uh, well, that's true. Yeah. What am I thinking? But um anyway, yes, but that is that is hilarious. It, what's funny about that is that like we're we're talking about like showing Kenny Pickett fumbling a snap, but there's absolutely going to be somebody like dogging Kenny Pickett or think, oh, that guy's gonna be a bust. Like when the Steelers play on like a road game, he starts in like a year or so or week one or week one or week one <laughs> how about well uh you know we know how cool mace is we told you about that last week mm-hmm. kenny's keeping cool well what about at blitzberg blitzberg this is uh Claypool on Trubisky. Mm-hmm. Mitch is funny, man. He's a good dude. You can joke around with him, let loose. If you mess up on a play, you don't beat yourself up over it because he's not going to hold that against you. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's totally cool. Like, no big deal. Fumble a ball, don't <laughs> catch it. Mitch just forgives you. He's like football Jesus out there. He forgives you. Well, I think a couple things. One, I realized how much the Pittsburgh sports and the Pittsburgh sports media trains your, or perhaps corrodes your mind because I read that last quote and thought about, oh, so that's what it was like with 
with Roethlisberger. That's the first thing you think. Is immediately with <laughs> he that. shames you? Or, or just, or just, it just gives you that look, like it, you know, which I'm trying to do here. No, no he was always the, the arm movement. It oh, was like, yeah, 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 that's was, right. Yeah, like, and like Ben was, yeah, he was, it was, it was almost like a salute that kind of messed up when he would point where like, to go. What, what route was that? Like, right, just, right, like, right. just like a, giving, yeah, like giving you the, the arm, yeah. Well, it's, and I also think, like, again, and it's, I understand the idea, I don't understand, I take it back, I don't understand the idea of being a leader on a team or anything like that, but I do know what it's like to be the new employee on a company yeah, where even yeah. if I've been in a position of authority where I haven't been there as long and if somebody does mess up I'm not sure like on my third week on the job I'm gonna be like hey you really screwed that up what were you thinking <laughs> yeah. like and then try to make that Ben gesture to look like you were messing up a handshake no that's but, yeah. leadership yeah that's yeah, yeah 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 it's uh but it's and also too if you mess up on a play in June okay <laughs> I guess you can read the book between now and August so we don't do it in the preseason against the Seahawks or something like uh, uh, well, let's not forget about the fourth QB in the room. Okay. At Trib Sports, there Tribune Review Sports. Mm-hmm. Chris Oladokun is well aware of the parallels between his story and the one authored three years ago by Delvin Hodges. Duck is my guy, a Pittsburgh legend. When he was out here, I even picked him up on my fantasy team. Wow. So, uh, uh, I mean that's a bit. I mean, duck on your fantasy team. I hate to say it. That's not a. That's not a wise. No, no. Team. I mean, and it's also. And I'm not sure what you know league Mr. Aladakun was in at the time, or what you're competing against, or what the you know. And also, you. I mean, again, Pittsburgh Sports Media trains you to see the things that you don't see there. I picked him up on my fantasy team, but no point to say I started him that's on my true. fantasy team. Good I point. mean, it's, a big difference. If you, yeah, if you had like Brady or something, <laughs> like it's not like oh okay, well, we're gonna start Duck this week against the Cards. Like, I guess the question is in in. Chris's eyes, Duck is a Pittsburgh legend. Is is he? I think he might be. I think he's very much a legend, as long as you define legend as like mythic story and not all time great. Like Paul Bunyan is a yes, legend. Yes. There's not an actual guy. Like it's you know it's it's the, the ghost that the bridge of your hometown is a legend. That doesn't mean there is no blue duck that he's right. riding in on. Right? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a legend is like a story that's passed down throughout time, not like all oh, this wonderful thing always. Well, you know? it's up to us then to pass along the story of Duck to generation to generation. <laughs> I always kind of thought he'd end up as like a, a a TED Talk motivational speaker kind of guy or just or even like a personality podcast kind of guy. I mean, oh, Duck yeah. was fun. They should bring you him know. on Pat McAfee. That it, would be a... Right? Or just or just something like that, you know. Yeah. You, oh, you could even call it DuckTales. Oh, talk genius. And like, okay. Yeah. Well, we got to get our, to our break. We got okay. a lot in the second half. Important things like Madden ratings. Oh, cool. Very important things. Uh, the straight. Would you watch Stranger Things? There's a I, no. I, I still have to see season three. I'm so far behind. Well, there's a Steelers connection in Stranger Things. Oh, Don't good. worry. No spoilers. I won't spoil too much. There's an episode that takes place in Pittsburgh in season two. Oh, early, right? Anyway. Oh, oh yeah. well, I'm, I'm hitting Wikipedia. <laughs> I'm hitting Wikipedia as we speak. Okay, we'll be right back. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to Ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. They finally found me. All right. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's it's see it's season two. It's it's second. What is it? It's a second it's half. A second half. And okay. I think we were ahead after that first half. I, don't I think, think we're going to come back at all. Yeah. Let's sit on this lead. Yeah, I was going to say we're going to run. Yeah, we're going to take the air out of the ball. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, this is a great topic to just. Look, just <laughs> 
pounded out on the ground. We're talking Madden ratings are oh, here. Man. Oh, I, man. I, look, I haven't, I haven't bought a Madden since I think the last one was 2018, so I'm a few behind. But. Uh, I think the last one I bought was some either somewhere between 97 and 99. At, uh, oh, okay, I, I, I an OG. The, yeah, I would take the Rams, and I would create all the players to make them as terrible as possible, and I would make them my high school friends, and we would try to. <laughs> because that was the thing is I loved the Steelers so much I could never play as the Steelers. It was this weird, like, uh, a mental thing. It oh. was so weird. I took the worst team and played it as the worst players. As your friends. Wow. Yes. It, very, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, very personal. That yeah, is a... Uh, that's a that's a that's it just another time. This is something I, I should say on my therapist, not yeah. on my podcast. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So yes. At Madden Twenty Three Leaks. That's right. We have accounts dedicated to Madden Twenty Three Leaks. Steelers linebacker T.J. Watt will be a ninety nine overall with a superstar X factor in Madden Twenty Three. New member added to the ninety nine club. Officially leaked. Welcome to the ninety nine club, T.J. Watt. Okay, no, that sounds great, and it's certainly deserved. <laughs> I was going to ask you, uh, you might know better than me, what is the superstar X factor? Now, now, you know, it's not enough just to rate players on a scale from zero to 100, you know, mm-hmm. like like you're, we're uh, like we're next-gen analytics or something. Okay. They all, each player has, you know, like, what is their characteristic or trait? You know, like okay. someone might be a... Uh, you know, a, a field general, you know, they might be a leader on the field okay. or someone might just be a superstar X factor. I don't know. That seems okay. like uh, I think we have too many adjectives in there. A superstar X factor. Well, I think this is one of those things to remind us that, you know, no matter how realistic this gets, it will always be a video game and the game. <laughs> no, but seriously, in the game and they have to find ways to justify, you know, uh, uh, special, special attributes that are not going to be present in human beings. I mean, if anyone I, I assume superstar X factor, frankly, makes it a player, makes the TJ Watt a player that can affect the game at any moment, particularly in higher leverage moments, which is frankly what happened in real life so i mean the seahawks game the, oh, the, yeah. you know the the two-point conversion against the ravens you know so i mean in a weird way superstar x factor despite sounding like the name of a boy band that i'm unaware <laughs> of seems appropriate here well for those keeping score throughout history there's only been a, a, a small handful of players of Steelers in the 99 club. There's mm-hmm. Dirt Dawson, uh, two-time 99er in 99 and 2000. Appropriate. A Troy, only a two-timer in 2010 and then 2012. Mm. So uh, I don't know who would have been the best safety of those other leagues. Yeah. I, mean, I guess Ed, Ed it's, Reed, it's, I guess. They really believed in Brian Dawkins. I don't know. And then AB was even a 99 in 2019. Mm. So... Rare air here. Only the fourth Steeler in Madden history with a with a ninety nine. I mean, a couple things jump out at me about this, and again, this is more thought than I've ever put to the Madden rankings, including when I played these games. Is that I'm assuming the ninety nine club is sort of like the Hall of Fame in that they don't feel pressured to give someone a ninety nine rating every year. Every year, no, not yeah, okay, exactly. So that's why not I'm everyone. assuming that like there probably were like I'm sure Brian Dawkins was ninety five, but that doesn't mean. And also, I'm really kind of surprised to not the what first thing looking at this that did jumped out at me is that like you know 2009 2010 james harrison wasn't a 99 that harrison seems, was never a 99 that that, that that one seems to me more surprising than a lot of these maybe fanica like okay it, it, I, yeah. you can always make an argument for ben not being 99 playing his whole career with brady and roger like okay but fanica and harrison particularly if you're going year by year and it's not like a hall of fame career thing it's like hey who's the best this year that feels a little surprising. I can tell you Ben's Madden history. His rookie year, he was a 79. Okay. But And then all of a sudden, in the second year, he jumps up to an 88. Okay. And so, you know, I don't think he had that quite that second year leap uh, in real life like that. But right, yes. It, yeah. Despite the Super Bowl. Yeah. But now, it wasn't like, you know. Now, Ben's last two years in Madden were a 78 and 74. Mm-hmm. So that's what we were dealing with the last two years. Now here mm-hmm. at Steeler Nation. QB Kenny Pickett's rating on Madden 23. It's better than Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence, but it's a 74. Hmm. Same as Ben was uh, last uh, last year. And, hmm. and in fact, Mitch it was a 67 last year. So according to the Madden ratings... Kenny would be who you would start uh, this year, week one. Yeah, I mean it's it's and again it's it's I mean it, it's hard not to me to think cynically. Okay, we are game programmers. We have to get this game out as quickly as possible. It is crunch time. Well, we've got the Pittsburgh quarterback programmed at seventy four. 
What do you think we just change this name, change your faces, and call it a day, Ted, huh? It, uh, that's hard for me not to believe. I, 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 I'm totally fine. Here's your hot take with Kenny Pickett having a higher rating than Justin Fields. I'm all right with that. Having Since he'd look great on Monday night against the Steelers and didn't look all that great the other times, the Trevor Lawrence thing's a bit stunning. Trevor Lawrence is, you know, he's the team around him may be a mess, and, and he may look just like sunshine from Remember the Titans, but he is very good. I, I think he should be a much higher rating because again it's supposed to be just the individual player right you're not supposed to take into account the people around them or any of that so and i also think the game for game reasons again i'm going with this video game reasons you can't put a backup going into the game with a higher rating than a starter i bet the game they kind of you know what i mean kind of force that hence why mitch might be a little bit lower than Kenny in that. So we I'm can't verify that that's true, but it certainly sounds right. That yeah, sounds that sounds that right. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah, I'm not I'm not sure I deserve the topic for that, <laughs> but it's uh, we'll accept it. Well, all right. Well, people are talking about Tomlin, and my ears are itching. So okay. let's get to at J Round Thirty Two. This is Josh Roundtree from the So Called Fan mm-hmm. uh, talking to. Wide out Gunnar Oslevski. Who, who remember remember him? Our yeah, yes. uh, our, our kick returner. Yes, uh, Gunnar Oslevski, uh, a former Patriot on Mike Tomlin. He's one of the best coaches in the game. I've heard coaches from the old staff that I played for. They talk highly of him. They don't talk highly of a lot of people, but they talk highly of him. That's, I, I just see uh, you know Belichick and all his generals in a room together, and they're just like, "Did you hear what Mike Tomlin said? He said ne- never say never, but never." <laughs> So I was taking that a, a, a similar way that it's that you know Belichick's in with the in with the generals and they're just talking and Mike Tomlin comes up and and Belichick pauses for a moment and says I I speak highly of him <laughs> and someone else says I speak highly of him as well and then they nod and go back to game planning. That sounds like one of those uh, conversations of fun that Mace <laughs> has with Canada, right? <laughs> yes, and I, and I imagine that's as much fun as they were having in that room, too, with uh, Belichick and the generals. Well, yes. Belichick isn't the only one uh, heaping okay. praise. You know, hey, we've heard Cam we've heard Cam talk Mike T a, a bunch of times. Certainly. But here he is on the Mina Kimes podcast, ESPN's uh, Mina Kimes Oh, no, no sound? Okay. okay, hold on. Technical difficulties. I said, this is Cam Hayward talking on a podcast from ESPN's Minus Kimes. Mike T's my guy. I, I run through a wall for him. And, what? Um, you know, I respect him so much that uh, there's nothing I wouldn't do for that guy. What? Like, I want to make sure I get him a Super Bowl. What? Say, you know, I know he's got Super Bowls, but I want to be able to say, like, I got my coach a Super Bowl. I was able to deliver and make sure that I held up my end of the bargain. What? Mike T's my guy. That's right. So that's the go. goal. Uh, Cam is stating it. It's a it's a Super Bowl for Mike Tomlin. Uh, you know, the, the goal is always a Super Bowl, but this feels specific and personal. Oh, yeah, and it, I'm sure it is. And, and Cam... You know, more, more than anyone. I mean, it's it's obviously Cam's a great player and a very good man. But I think, you know, we don't we even you and I don't mention enough about how Cam has really settled into the mantle of like, you know, the living embodiment of the Steeler tradition at this point. The last guy left standing from the old times, as uh, uh, the others called it, as, as Dotson spoke of it and how he's really kind of settled into that uh, elder sp- uh, statesman spokesman kind of thing. So, yeah. So I think that's that's always nice to hear it. um I'm I'm just you know it gets me fired up because I want Cam to win one for Tomlin you know it's just it's just like it it's uh it's is it manifesting I don't know but I mean we too would run through a wall for him we just wouldn't make as much impact on that wall as Cam would assuredly yeah he wouldn't appreciate it as much with me running through the wall well I mean but we wouldn't run through the walls I want to say we'd hit the wall and then like dent the wall like run through the wall well i mean maybe if both of us together maybe yeah maybe it's like one of those kool-aid man walls or something yeah yeah, Uh, like a foam wall oh okay uh we uh we gotta talk stranger things because there is a big steeler connection this well i am i i might be stretching it a bit i found a uh i found a black and gold connection okay in this season of you can find them in sci-fi and horror if you look so in I you know I'm not going to spoil anything from season Please, 4 because I still have to say it. Uh yeah. but you know what well, why don't we why don't we uh, get to the tweet? Mm-hmm. 
at D Meadows 2397, Dakota Meadows, watching the second episode of the new Stranger Things on Netflix, noticed that the beer on the table when the basketball players meet is an Iron City Pirates limited edition can. I love it. So here's the, I'll, I'll frame it for you. Okay. The basketball team is, uh, all the jocks are having a party after the game. Okay. And you, and you, you, we see the morning after everyone's hung over. Gotcha. And uh, Lucas is, is throwing up in the toilet sure and we scan around the room and we see all the empties and what are they they're iron city cans wow and not just any remember this movie this uh show takes place in 1986 this season these cans if you zoom up on them they are the 1979 we are family oh commemorative cans wow so these guys were drinking seven-year-old skunked beer right which (laughs) which now where would they have gotten those and so Putting on my own Columbo hat, obviously Please. one of these jocks had to have stolen the commemorative cans mm. from their daddy's uh, collection. Oh right, and, that, and I would explain why, like they were like in the basement, like we were gonna save these because they're a nice memento. We never planned on drinking them, thus. But the kids, oh, we need our beers, man. Right, we're so not paying the hobo like the rest of us. Would. Ripped yeah. open the, you know. So uh, uh-huh. my, you know, my, I think the real crime is not these monsters that are going around eating people in Hawkins, but who stole the commemorative cans from their dad's. <laughs> stash <laughs> or hopefully the dad's bought enough that they still have some of those for uh the future it's um because i think my family's we i mean somewhere we still have the ones from you know the 91 92 penguins championships but um i still have heinz ketchup bottles from the uh, seahawks from the oh i think i have one of those too yeah it, uh, but again the stranger things connection the the first the cold open of season two takes place in pittsburgh isn't it when they're because when they're introducing the um you know the people that had broken out of the same facility as 11 that uh weren't um you know that weren't her yeah. they, they, they that first scene is in pittsburgh okay it, uh, pretty right. sure about that it's been a minute but um but yeah Mel. but if you look for sci-fi horror pittsburgh connections you can always find them i can't tell you you know the next time you see escape from new york remember that the guy uh who's checking snake Pliskin's uh, watch is the chief and played the chief in, uh, in Pittsburgh. Oh, that's Brian. That's Pittsburgh legend Tom Atkins. Oh, Tom Atkins, it, yeah. Um, yeah. It, uh, so that's, you know, there's this. We'll get another, yeah, we can tie in the Dark Tower another time. But uh, there's always <laughs> sci-fi and horror with Pittsburgh connections when you look. So watch those uh, when the second half of Stranger Things comes out in July. We'll have to see if they solved that crime about who stole daddy's beers. <laughs> We don't even meet the jocks. That's the whole. We meet everyone else's parents in the whole okay. show, except the jocks. You I know? see the jocks don't have parents. Although the 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 the, uh, the captain of the basketball team does wear number twelve on their jersey. Oh, hey, so okay. Could, it be, could he be the one to blame? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, that's uh, not impossible. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's. I guess let's head to the speed round. Let's put five minutes on the clock. Okay. Uh, let's we got we have, let's put seven minutes on. We all got, right. We got time. Go get, team. Let's start with. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Najee, 22, Najee Harris, replying to Mark Cavalli. Brah, I weighed 240 last year. Reporters really don't be knowing nothing, just be tweeting-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is uh, the whole weight gate, because okay. Cavalli came out and said, uh, you know, Najee is uh, 244 now, and he was 220 last year. You know, he put on all this muscle. Mm-hmm. Well, no one even asked Najee. You know, once again, these insiders can't even get height and weight right of the players. I know, I know the official website doesn't always... Uh, the most accurate weight. No, on the, I mean, on the I mean, it's, it's, it's I mean, the, the official website is never more propaganda than when it's talking about height and weight. I yeah. mean, that's where those numbers are theoretical at best. But it, um, and again, I mean, I, when I read this, even when I hear the story, I always remember, you know, I how many years ago talking to like some girl that was, I forget if she was working at Kennywood or Coney at Lake Park or even just someone that worked somewhere else, where it's like, you know, the guess your weight person at the uh, the amusement park, they give that to the person at the amusement park, that, like can't even work the funnel cakes, you know, like it's that. <laughs> kind of job and it's not easy to do it um but yeah but if we were ever looking for like a, a plaque or some kind of like motto for our podcast that didn't come from vince williams i mean the second part of this tweet could be a good contender and the reporters don't be knowing nothing just be <laughs> tweeting and, uh, well i think if there's anything to live a life on that's uh that's a uh that's a what am I trying to say? That's a life mantra. statement. That's a mantra. mantra. Reporters not be knowing nothing. <laughs> not be knowing nothing. Um, let's move on to mm-hmm. at Arthur Molette. Mm. Arthur Molette, we working. And it's video of 68-year-old Danny Smith shirtless in the weight room doing arms 
and the players are just going wild. Did you yes. did you get to see that? Did I see it? I watched it like four times today. <laughs> um, are, are you shipping Coach Smith's uh, physique there? Uh, by shipping, I mean like yeah, grievously jealous. Yes, <laughs> if that's how you're defining it. it um, I mean, you and I were talking a bit on the air. We weren't exactly sure what it is that they're laughing about. Because the only thing I could figure is that they'd never seen Coach Smith shirtless before because clearly the man has lifted weights before this moment. That's what I got from his physique. Listen to see if we can hear the players are just rolling. Let's see if yes, we can hear are. him. I don't know if you can tell what's going on, but they're like... See, that's why I'm thinking somebody said something funny ahead of time or like right before that or like this was the first time coaches said, all right, I'm taking off my shirt. And then he did that and then they went nuts. Like, I think there's an inciting incident that we've just missed before this. But if I were to walk into a room and see Danny Smith shirtless for the first time, that might be my reaction to just start jumping around <laughs> laughing and yelling. Um, let's move on to at official NFL shop. Uh. Official NFL shop just arrived. Gear up for the summer with official NFL training camp headwear. The Steelers training camp oh, headwear man. are out. It is, would you call it urban camo? What? What? It's uh, it's a gold and gray and another shade of gray camo. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it it I I I ugh. I mean, I the only thing I can ever figure when I see these is that whoever designs the hats for, you know, the teams each year is like, "All right, wh wh what haven't we done in the last 10 years? We have to use whatever's left." <laughs> like at the bottom of your bulletin board, you know, dry erase board of points. I mean, those those hats were pretty ugly i mean it's and again you know i understand there's a constant churn not every hat's going to be a success and frankly i like the ones we saw you know i think mason cole had that 1933 yeah. with the cycle i thought that was kind of kind of neat but it's but i mean these ones you know maybe i'm just reacting to there's too much white in or a lot of them or too much gray maybe that's what i'm reacting to negatively but i think we were all fairly clowning upon them in the behind the steel curtain slack yeah you know schofield likes it he's probably out there hunting or something with camo but uh right but i mean I, I don't know much about animals but i imagine they're picking up on that hat i mean i don't know what <laughs> you know but i know i know less about hunting than i do about color palettes so <laughs> yeah. uh yeah just can't can't they make a hat that i want to buy because those hats are like 38 dollars, and so to want to spend that much on a hat it's like you really gotta want it you know and see that's what i'm thinking it's gotta be something where it's like you and i don't know like i, I just like so many other things when i see something like okay this has no appeal for me whatsoever However, yet professionals in a position of knowing made this and released it. So surely there's an audience for it that I am not a part of, nor can I understand them. If you look at Tom, Tomlin's been on some podcast appearance lately, the Ike Taylor show. Okay. Um, and, you know, he's he's wearing the away hat from last season, which was just black on black with like a little gold oh, circle. Yeah, yeah. You know, you could barely see the hypercycloids even. It, it, right. If you're slow dancing with somebody, you can tell it's a Steelers hat. Yeah. yeah. That's like so, the you know, that's the cap he's going. So he didn't, he didn't embrace the draft hat or he didn't embrace, uh, the I guess the what was the not the salute to service there was another weird hat we got last year not the not the breast cancer awareness okay it was um it was like it was like it was like shooting stars oh um, yeah I called? forgot about that thing shooting star I think it was shooting stars. it might have been called shooting stars but I think this this kind of goes to the point about like they have to release so many different hats and I don't know what, you know, like the, the, the overhead on these is, but like, man, if you make enough hats, like enough designs, presumably people buy them just on account of them being hats. <laughs> I, guess, I guess so. I mean, I bought three of the um, 75th uh, anniversary like bean toboggans. Like, the, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those I were cool. I kept losing one, so I bought another, and then I lost that. I bought another. Um, all right, we're you going... You meant snow hat. Like snow hat, yeah. Okay. I call it toboggan. Is that not what they're called? Well, that that's like a sled. I thought that's uh, just like a synonym. I thought that... Or a homonym. I thought a sled oh. can be a toboggan. I also thought the hat. What do you guys call the, the winter caps? I thought that was called like a toque. 
a toque? Like, oh, I think that's a different kind of hat, though, because I've seen like when NHL goalies play like an outdoor game, they'll put that hat over their mask sometimes during like warm up. Toque. That's out. what Canadians call it, right? That's I, I think of uh, Rick Moranis. A different hat. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Like, yeah, like Strange Brew kind maybe, of stuff. Yeah, maybe uh, Michael Beck uh, can tell the Mountie up there can tell us what it is. I think it's a toboggan, <laughs> I think. I don't know. <laughs> There's so much going on with the Steelers in June with our deep analysis of, of snow hats. <laughs> oh, well, let, all right. Let's do just two things quick. Sure. Uh, let's do first at D Bush 11. Mm-hmm. Um, he did some kind of words. Blah, 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 I don't know. That's got to be like pocket or butt, butt dialing. Yeah. But the real news is his girlfriend is expecting. Congrats. Hey, congrats. There'll be a, uh, there'll be a, a little, a little Bush on the way. Hopefully nice. a, uh, hopefully this one will go to Penn state. Maybe not Michigan. <laughs> I don't know. And then also how about at Steelers, Pittsburgh Steelers. Congrats to, uh, big play Spillane and his fiance Shelby. Hey. Uh, here's, here's the quote from Spillane. My fiance, she said, yes, I'm going to marry the woman of my dreams. They always say yes. Do You never post. They said no. You know? Well, I mean, it, it, I'm sure I know it happens. We've seen this so many times online. I'm not necessarily sure if like there's a whole lot of no's from like active NFL players. You're ones that are like guaranteed to make a roster, essentially. Like I think that might put you in a thing. But this is this is great news. I mean, it's again, it's hard not to look at these things through context of you know, like always think of the self-made guy, the undrafted free agent who made it happen, who stayed tough and made it with a team, and then you know, married the woman of his dreams. I mean, this is real the American dream kind of stuff. Yeah, holding those balls and big moments. That's that, that's uh, that's Blaine <laughs> there. I do got to say, you know, I you know, look, these guys have a lot of testosterone. The hairline. Lines uh, reflect that. Yes. And Spillane is in that medium ground right now. It's like maybe he should just shave it off. I, you know, right. I'm, I'm not one to call any man ugly uh, as, a, as a fellow uglo American, <laughs> but he is in that. He's in that. Uh, he's in that. Uh, the It's the Al Davis or uh, not Al Davis. Who am I? The Raiders owner. Yeah, that was Al Davis. Al Davis. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. kid. Doesn't this kid have the worst haircut? Oh, yeah. No, no. Right. That guy looks. Yeah. That guy looks like you messed up in like, you know, beauty school. Like this was the one like you flunked out. This is what happened. Spillane is, is teetering on that. So if- maybe his wife could buy him a nice toboggan there you go there you go so yeah if you're listening uh big play you know <laughs> just shave it just go just go Jordan. yeah there's nothing wrong with that <laughs> all right let's get out of here indeed um i'm on social media at kyle christ greg where are you uh twitter and instagram at greg benevent b as in boy e-n-e b as in victory e-n-t uh you know keep uh, keep listening to Behind the Steel Curtain. Indeed. Why don't you give us a review? Why don't oh, you yeah, do? Really. You want to do something? Well, you you want to help us? Maybe instead of just <laughs> listening and enjoying, <laughs> give us a review or something. Something, a, a, a rating. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. What are you doing? Just listening to a podcast? Yeah. Come on. A rating or a follow or a tweet. I don't know. I need. I need positive reinforcement. I'll take negative reinforcement. <laughs> All right. See. Uh, uh, we'll be back next week. Mm-hmm. You're exactly right. I know, but I, I, that's, I, I'll see you next week. Be the best selves. That's going to be required. Stay in school. <laughs> it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.